NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, I did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Let's get a big thumbs up. Get ready to rock and roll today. Let's have some fun. 400 laps. I got you guys there. Have a great day. Tim Ford. Tonight, we'll make it happen. We know what we got to do. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. Chase Elliott comes off the end of the back straightaway. He's about to tame the monster. Yeah, boys. Yes. Hell yeah, baby. One more round to go. Yes. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. From the Motor Racing Network studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Woody Kane. Welcome to NASCAR Live, Mike Bagley on special assignment. We've got a big show coming up for you today. The Dover winner, Chase Elliott, has locked himself into the next round of the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series playoffs. He's here to talk about that and much more. The Camping World Truck Series is back in action this weekend at Talladega Super Speedway. Playoff contender Johnny Sauter is here to preview this cutoff weekend and his team's outlook for the Truck Series Championship. Daytona International Speedway has some big news concerning next year's Speed Weeks. Track President Chip Wild joins us to talk about that and a whole lot more. And as we follow the playoffs through the 2018 championships in NASCAR, we're also following the silly season where everybody is shifting around a lot of drivers moving to this spot and that will tell you what we know so far on today's show kim coon will also be along and she'll give us the latest on what's going on with social media we'll preview the latest mrn podcast at mrn.com called the many hats of jack roush and a whole lot more but to start off this week's show the host of nascar today midday kyle ricky is here with the latest news kyle Woody, the eight drivers that will continue to battle for this year's NASCAR Xfinity Series Championship was determined last Saturday in Dover. While Christopher Bell was celebrating the win in victory lane, Austin Sindrick was celebrating as the last driver to advance to the next three-race round. A trying season for Sindrick, who raced with three different teams in order just to make the 12-driver cut. I'm excited for the next few rounds. Uh, I feel like I've probably got to win a race to, to get in the, the, the final four, but um, I, I don't see why we can't do that. Obviously, this, this team's been able to prove that they can do that uh, week in, week out with, with the best drivers in the world. The Xfinity Series is off this weekend, but we'll be back in action to begin their round of eight next week at Kansas Speedway. This coming weekend will feature a doubleheader at the Talladega Super Speedway as the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series will close out their round of eight and the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series will begin their round of 12. See the full schedule, including MRN broadcast times, now at MRN.com. And Casey Kane took to social media today to announce that after not being able to get cleared to drive, 
following a private test session last week in Charlotte that his NASCAR career is over. Kane has been out of the seat for the last five races after hydration issues and heat exhaustion during the Bojangles Southern 500 at Darlington Raceway. Kane said in the statement that his health issues won't keep him from racing sprint cars, which have open cockpits and shorter races. Woody? Thanks, Kyle. Over the weekend, the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series ran the Gander Outdoors 400 from Dover International Speedway. Let's look back at some of the highlights from the Monster Mile with this week's NASCAR Live Backtracks. We are ready to go, minus Jimmy Johnson, who is still in the garage up front for the start. Row one, Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick. 48, I don't know. So he broke some on the right front already. Like it fell apart, so I'm not sure if he put any debris down or not. Just keep an eye out to see anything. Here he comes. One to go, green next time. 400 laps, 120 in the first segment. Green track, rubber in, see what we got, have fun. Field still working in turn number four. Now they start to round the corner and see down this front straightaway and all eyes on the flag stand. The green flag is out. We are underway with a gander outdoors 400. Right now, Kyle is slipping up. That is up the banking in turn number three, which opened the door and Kevin Harvick drives by and takes over the lead. If I throw it off into the corner to try to roll in three speed like him, it just steps the back out, no lateral. Take what it's giving you, only lap 20, clear. He could shut it off and coast it from here, Mike. Off turn number four, Kevin Harvick, 13th time. He is a stage winner. Up and out back at all. Coming to green checker. All right. Green checker, good job. And just said it got worse compared to the first run. Yeah, 10-4. A lot of the times when we fit it under green here, we've been loose that run, so we just left it alone. You thought Kevin Harvick was going to victory lane. This may end it. What's wrong? Left side tires here. Left side tires. Left side tires. Coming to you. What happened? I think a lug nut was in there knocking the valve stem off. Well, it continues. Now Truex busted for speeding. He will be dropping to the tail end of the field for the restart. Okay, we got a penalty. Two facts on pit road, section one. For real, man? I guess this goes on further left or something. I think so. Two tenths of a mile an hour over. I'm sorry, man. Trouble turn two. Clint Boyer's got a problem, Joe. He's waving the car back and forth. Looks like he's got a tire going down. Hey, they got a tire coming for or loose or something. I think it's loose. Or just try to manage it. I know you are. You have to come. Come, I guess. No pressure right here. Clear by 10. Harvick's the only thing behind you. Faster than you. He's 10 back. Nothing else is going to catch you other than him. 19 to go. Which one do you think it is? Trouble back straight away. It's Almarola and Keslowski. They collide. I don't know why. Somebody spun out upside of me. Yeah, the 10 car did. Gotta stop you over in two. Get in here, we'll just peel the damage away so we can finish it off here. Then I'll leave up. Four, sorry guys, I don't know. Somebody just wrecked behind me and took me out. My turn was outside either. And I didn't run him in the wall or anything, did I, Joe? I'd have to look, I don't think so. We're looking at it right here. No, he actually hit the wall itself. He hit the wall and it bounced off in the right rear just. Chase Elliott pulling away from Denny Hamlin off turn number four. He'll score his second win of the year and he'll do it here today at Dover International Speedway. Yeah, boys. Yes. Hell yeah, baby. One more round to go. Yes. That's what I was talking about. That's how you do it, boys, right there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Thank you, guys, man. 
Hell of a job, way to not give up today. Hey man, that thing's got some gas and it don't want you to burn out. Well, as you wish, my friend. That's how it sounded from Dover on Sunday afternoon with this week's NASCAR Live Backtracks. Coming up on NASCAR Live, we've got our AutoZone Driver of the Week, Johnny Sauter, brought to you by AutoZone. Keep your engine light in check with the free AutoZone Fix Finder service that lets you troubleshoot the problem. Let's get you what you need. Get in the zone, AutoZone. What would it look like if we all listened more? Listening to audiobooks inspires us, motivates us, even brings us closer. And there's no better place to listen than Audible. Audible has the largest selection of audiobooks on the planet, including my personal favorite, Plain Heathen Mischief by Martin Clark. And now, Audible members get more than ever before. Each month, they get three titles of their choice, one audiobook, two Audible originals, and fitness programs that they can't get anywhere else. There's never been a better time to experience Audible. Try it free for 30 days by visiting audible.com slash motorsports or by texting motorsports to 500-500. Again, that's audible.com, A-U-D-I-B-L-E, audible.com slash motorsports. Or text motorsports to 500-500 to try it free today. NASCAR Camping World Truck Series driver Johnny Sauter will join us next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. This is NASCAR Live. Justin Haley trying to make a route. Here comes Ben Rhodes around the outside of Haley. And Legacy slides up. They're three wide for second spot. All behind Johnny Sauter. Exiting turn four. Checkered flag in the air. Who's going to win at Daytona? Johnny Sauter hugs the bottom. They're crashing behind him. Johnny Sauter gets to the line. And Johnny Sauter wins. The next era, Energy Resources 250. Now back to your host, Woody Kane. Johnny Sauter kicked off the season with a big win at Daytona International Speedway. He'll be driving the number 21 ISM Connect Chevrolet at Talladega as we go super speedway racing again this weekend. Johnny, welcome back to the program. And so I guess you got this super speedway stuff all figured out now, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I don't know if I'd go that far. So um, Daytona's been really good to us over the last three, four years or whatnot. But, um, you know, Talladega's a little bit different animal. Um, you know, I always tell people the difference between Daytona and Talladega is everybody gets to Talladega and the track's a little bit wider. So, um, you know, everybody gets a little brave, a little bit more brave. So, um, and that's not always necessarily a good thing. So, <laughs> right. um, Talladega is one of those crapshoot races where just, you know, obviously you can be riding along, mind your own business. Next thing you know, you're, you know, flying through the air. So, uh, I've been there and done that. So you just got to be careful and, and, uh, try to be as smart as you can throughout the day. This will be a, a cutoff race, and you come into it uh, third in the overall standings behind a couple of guys who won the first two races of this round with a 40-point cushion. But every time I start asking you about math, you say you don't really even pay any attention to that. Are you just thinking, uh, take it easy, try and win this thing? How do you approach a race like this that is a cutoff race with so many unknowns to it and, as you say, so many things that are really out of your control? Well, <laughs> the hardest part for all that is, is you know, the GMS trucks have – showing just tremendous speed um on the super speedway so i feel like obviously every time we go we, we've got a great opportunity to 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 maybe have a chance to sit a, sit on the pole or we definitely know we're going to qualify pretty well so um that complicates things because if you if you were content to just go right around and you qualified bad it'd be a little bit easier to do but when you when you show that you've got speed 
um, you know, you want to get up there and dice it up and, and race. So, um, to be honest with you, I've always had a hard time just kind of laying back. I've tried it once or twice, and it's just not my style. I'd rather be running good and crashed than, than uh, you know, be riding around in the back all day and end up with a decent finish. So, um, But the points is the big picture here, and, and um, we just got to see how it all plays out. Uh, you know, honestly, I don't think we have a strategy at this point. I, I think it all depends on where we qualify. Um, you know, I mentioned GMS, and, and uh, we built a brand-new truck to go there. So, um, hoping that it shows really good speed. We could sit on the pole and try to maybe capture that first stage and get those points. That would be that would be nice, and then we can race a little bit harder later on. So just going to be how it, it all plays out, circumstances when we get there, and and um, just see what kind of speed we have and, and see where things shake out. I was just about to ask you if you were going to take the same truck that you won with at Daytona, but you've got a brand new one. Tell the folks about how GMS has, has progressed because uh, when, when you won the championship, everybody was talking about, wow, I can't believe how quickly this team has come in such a short time, but now you're, you're cranking out new trucks and, and you're, you're winning still. You won five times this year. Your teammates already won in the playoffs. I mean, it really seems like uh, just a, an unbelievable story with how quickly GMS has not only started to compete but gotten really to a championship-caliber organization. Yeah, no, and I, you know, there's obviously a lot of lot of pieces and parts of the puzzle, but it, it all starts at the top. So, uh, Mr. Gallagher and the Gallagher family, I mean, they're they're committed to this thing, and and you know, ultimately they want to be competitive week in and week out. So, um, that ultimately relates to just pouring resources into the program, and then, um, you know, Mike Beam is is running the program, and and. Uh, <laughs> I think a lot of people know what, what he's all about and, and how tenacious he is and, and how bad he wants to win. So, um, you know, he, he knows what it takes. You know, he's been around uh, the sport a long time, and he knows that, you know, you got to constantly keep developing and, and building stuff. And, um, and honestly, he's done a great job of, of just putting the people in the places that need to be there as far as heading up the fat shop and, and competition directors and all those types of, you know, positions that they fill. So, um, but he demands <laughs> – results and uh so if you don't run well you, you got to answer to them but um you know it's they, just it's a constant process and um but at the end of the day i think anybody would tell you success comes from people um nine times out of ten and uh, the whole organization is just stacked with a lot of people that have been around the sport a while and have a lot of experience and and you know they're working really hard so um you know i know we say this a lot and it sounds cliche but it's, it's the whole program and, and it's a team sport and and it really is that it's you know, what you see at the racetrack on the weekend is a product of, of what's been going on back at the shop for, for months, a lot of times. You mentioned the Xfinity Series, and the, let's talk a little bit more about Talladega. You talked about the chess game you have to play and how things are sometimes beyond your control there. Uh, give folks an idea of what it's like trying to make those moves and anticipate where you've got to be and when at a super speedway versus uh, a short track or, or a mile-and-a-half track, particularly with the way you have to drive the trucks when it's uh, mostly about momentum. Well, it's, it's you know, it's, a lot of times short track is kind of just very reactive you know you're going to make a move you've got to decide right then and there that you're going to make the bump and run or whatever the move is that you think you're going to make where you know Talladega they tell on a super speedway race and you almost have to plan that move you know even sometimes one or two laps ahead of time uh, a lot of times it's a half a lap you're, you're sitting there trying to plan what what kind of a move you're going to make so and a lot of that is dependent on you know how fast your truck is what kind of speed you have so it's you know if, if you feel like you got something that you can pull out and make moves with that's what you got to do but um, you know, it's it's one of those deals where, you know, it's you're trying to plan your moves, you're trying to work with your teammates. There's just a lot going on. Obviously, you're relying on your spotter, a lot of communication going on there. So, 
um, you know, it's, it's cool when it all works out and, and, and the end result is, is what you want it to be. But a lot of things have to go right and a lot of things, like we said before, that are out of your control. But for the most part, you know, you're, you're planning ahead. You're, you're trying to make things happen long before you ever see it come to fruition. And moving ahead, uh, Johnny, after Talladega, when everybody can kind of take a, a deep breath and a sigh of relief if you if you survive it, uh, points-wise and, and advancing-wise, since two guys will be eliminated from the truck playoffs after this, you got Martinsville, Texas, and Phoenix coming up, and those are awfully good tracks for you. I mean, the way it sets up, I know nothing is is certain, like they say in the in the bank commercials. Past performance is no guarantee of future success, but you got to really feel good about the way that next round sets up for you and the team, don't you? No, I really do. Um, obviously, looking at you know the, the first round, I was just glad we had the season that we had in the regular season to get those points and, and bonus points. And um, but yeah, when I look to the next round, obviously Martinsville has been great. Um, you know, won there multiple times, Texas five times, and uh, you know Phoenix we won there last year. So and they're great racetracks. I mean, places that I really look forward to going to, and I think that helps a lot. So um, yeah, I, I look at the next round as you know, I feel like. You know, anything can go wrong, like you said. Uh, in Martinsville, anything can happen. It sometimes can be as dicey as Talladega. But mm-hmm. uh, for the most part, I feel like you're in a little bit better control of what the scenario is. But, um, yeah, good racetracks, obviously. Still got to execute and, and do everything right and, and try to stay out of trouble. But for the most part, um, I couldn't think of three better racetracks, honestly, for the next round. And one final thing before we wrap up, Johnny, I, you mentioned Phoenix. I had to ask you about this. How crazy do you think it's going to be having the start-finish line coming off of what used to be turn two there when you're going to have guys with all that extra room to dive down low and try and make moves on a restart? Yeah, I was. Uh, we were talking about that last week, as a matter of fact, um, you know, me and the team a little bit. And, and uh, yeah, I'm just kind of sitting back trying to decide or thinking in my mind, is NASCAR going to say, okay, on the initial starts of a restart, you can't go down there? Is that is that off limits or, or what? So um, there's a little bit of that, I guess, that remains to be seen. But um, if it's open, uh, I think you're going to see some <laughs> some wild racing getting into turn three there. I guess it's turn one now. So, yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. That's going to be interesting. I think you'll see some stuff get tore up for sure. So um, hopefully everybody takes care of their stuff. But, um, yeah, this definitely mixes things up. That's going to be uh, pretty crazy for sure, especially um, from what I saw. Uh, the start-finish line is basically um, what used to be the exit of turn two to the little short shoot. It's kind of in the middle there, so or the little kink. So um, that even makes it a little bit crazier. So I'm, I'm looking forward to see how that all works out. Well, like you said earlier about Talladega, all that extra room makes guys' eyes get wide and things they might not normally do, <laughs> they're probably going to try and pull off. That's Johnny Sauter. He'll be driving the number 21 ISM Connect Chevrolet for GMS Racing this coming Saturday in the Freight Auctions 250. That comes your way 1230 Eastern Time on the Motor Racing Network, and our guest analyst in the booth is going to be Kurt Busch that day, so make sure you tune in. Johnny, thanks for your time, and good luck this weekend. Look forward to catching up with you. Sounds good. Appreciate you having me. Coming up on NASCAR Live, we'll preview the latest podcast on MRN.com and later, Chase Elliott. At AutoZone, helping you get more done is what we do best. Like with the AutoZone Rewards Program, you'll earn a $20 reward every time you spend 20 bucks or more five times. It's just one more way to get more done. Getting your engine in top shape starts with getting your oil and filters changed regularly. So come right now to AutoZone and take advantage of our great deals on oil change specials. Visit any of our 5,500 locations nationwide and let us do more for you. See terms at AutoZone.com slash rewards. Restrictions and details in store. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Progressive presents Get Pumped, inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Hey, 
on your face. Defeat? You want to save more money? Then start playing as a team. Bundle home and auto with Progressive. That's how you win big savings. What? You need music to get pumped? Let's do this. Hold on, I'm going to turn it up. That's too loud. Yeah, that's better. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Kim Kuhn joins us next with a social media minute. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. This is NASCAR Live. Now back to your host, Woody Kane. Thanks for joining us on this week's NASCAR Live. Kim Kuhn is along now with this week's Social Media Minute. Kim, what's the latest? Well, Woody, if you haven't heard this story, you've been living under a rock, but it has to be retold, especially if you did somehow miss it. Everybody knows the finish at Charlotte Motor Speedway Roval. Jimmy Johnson takes out himself and Martin Truex Jr. on the white flag lap. Well, I guess Cole Pern suggested to Jimmy that Jimmy could buy some road bikes for the 78 team to ease their pain from that weekend. Well, Jimmy had an answer. Over the weekend in Dover, he went to a local Walmart, loaded up his Suburban with a dozen kitty bikes. Yep, bikes for little kids, pink in color, they've got tassels, and somehow snuck into the Dover garage and put all of those bikes on the lift gate of the 78's hauler. The pictures are so awesome. Like I said, it's been all over social media. You can go to Jimmy Johnson's Twitter, at Jimmy Johnson, to see those photos. And actually, he's got a great photo and video of himself loading on the bikes to the 78 hauler with the hashtag BlameJJ. But I've got to give credit to Cole Pern. He clapped back with a great response when they got to the garage on Sunday morning and saw what Jimmy had done. They stuck a sign up on the bikes that said free bikes and then in parentheses 10 to wheel hop. But it's really cool to see teams having fun with each other outside of the on-track activity. Don't forget we're headed to Talladega this weekend for the second race of the round of 12. And of course, you can always follow us at MRN Radio and tweet us using the hashtag AskMRN. Thanks, Kim. Next time you get a chance, go to MRN.com to see all the latest news in NASCAR. We've got special programs as well as past NASCAR live shows there. We also have great podcasts that highlight certain topics. With Jack Roush going into the NASCAR Hall of Fame next year, we've got a 10-part series going on on the championship car owner and his contributions to the sport of NASCAR. The show's called The Many Hats of Jack Roush. This week's show is about the 2000s and the success that followed. He is the 2003 and what will be called the final NASCAR Winston Cup Series champion, Matt Kenseth. Congratulations. Yeah, I mean, everybody's goal when they... they you know, start racing at any level is to win races and ultimately try to win a championship. So, um, you know, that was the first one, you know, for Jack. Well, my first thought was it should have been Mark. You know, we've by that time we've had uh, two or three uh, second place finishes for him, and I never thought that that somebody else that followed Mark, uh, Matt Kenseth, certainly was capable and able, and in many ways he was a more effective championship racer than Mark was. Fifth is Kurt Busch, and he is the NASCAR Nextel Cup Series champion. It's Jack Roush's prep speech was, all right, boys, you came this far. Try not to F it up. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what, that was it? That was the Jack Roush pep talk? And, then, you know, afterwards when we won, it, it's, it's one of those feelings of, pure bliss, enjoyment, and teamwork. 
If you've been following the news coming out of Speed Weeks over the last week or so, you know the Fords have had a bit of a revival after merging the efforts of Robert Yates Racing and Jack Roush Racing. I think it was probably in the fall of that year, the year that preceded our going to Daytona, somebody tapped me on the shoulder and I looked around and it was Robert. I thought to myself, I said, what did I do to him? You know, and he says, Jack, he said, I understand you're getting ready to, to, to set up in a shop in Charlotte. And I said, yeah, I'm coming. I said, I'm going to compete with you for people and for, for ideas that flow from, uh, from Europe. He says, well, he said, I built, an in, I built a shop that's way too big for me. He says, if you'll be my partner, he says, I'll be partners to the dirt with you. And he says, we'll do this thing together. That's all from this week's podcast series, The Many Hats of Jack Roush. You can download this show as well as past editions at MRN.com and on iTunes. Coming up on NASCAR Live, Daytona International Speedway, track president Chip Wilde joins us, and later, Chase Elliott will be along. At AutoZone, helping you get more done is what we do best. Like with the AutoZone Rewards Program, you'll earn a $20 reward every time you spend $20 or more five times. It's just one more way to get more done. Getting your engine in top shape starts with getting your oil and filters changed regularly. So come right now to AutoZone and take advantage of our great deals on oil change specials. Visit any of our 5,500 locations nationwide and let us do more for you. See terms at AutoZone.com slash rewards. Restrictions and details in store. Get in the zone. AutoZone. In a sport driven by acceleration, we're shifting gears to do more to help preserve our environment, driving the sport towards greater reforestation efforts, speeding up our recycling programs, racing greener with Sunoco Green E15, a cleaner blended biofuel. Because if we all shift gears to help the environment, we can keep racing for so much longer. To learn more about how NASCAR is shifting towards a greener future, visit nascar.com green today. Big weekend coming up for the Motor Racing Network at Talladega Super Speedway. It kicks off Saturday morning, 11 o'clock Eastern time with final Cup Series practice. Later that afternoon at 12.30 Eastern time, the cutoff race for the Camping World Truck Series in their playoff chase, Freight Auctions 250 comes your way. Kurt Busch will be our special guest analyst for that race. Saturday afternoon as well, pole qualifying for the Cup Series. That starts at 4.30 Eastern Time. Then on Sunday, the main event, the 1000bulbs.com 500. That one comes your way 1 o'clock Eastern Time right here on the Motor Racing Network. Daytona International Speedway President Chip Wild joins us next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. This is NASCAR Live. Now back to your host, Woody Kane. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Chip Weil is the president of Daytona International Speedway, and he joins us on the guest line now. Chip, you guys have some big news this week concerning some sponsorship for the racetrack next year. Tell us what that's all about. Yeah, really excited that we announced this week that Florida Hospital, who will soon be Advent Health, has expanded the relationship with the Daytona International Speedway and will now be the presenting sponsor of Speed Week. So it's really exciting that uh, we're going to continue building that relationship with a fantastic partner uh, in Florida Hospital, now Advent Health. And you'll see them in all the events that, uh, that we host during Speed Weeks. Now, when's the last time Speed Weeks itself actually had a sponsor? Because it's been a couple of years, right? 
Yeah, it was, uh, it was actually between 2013 and 2015, Budweiser uh, was a presenting sponsor of Speed Weeks, but we haven't had one since, and we've been talking about additional opportunities for Florida Hospital as they transition to the Advent Health name, and felt like this was a great platform for them to be able to, to really introduce their brand to the world, uh, and uh, so we're excited about it and look forward to 2019. It's really cool when, when sponsors realize the value of, of being uh, – uh, involved with race tracks, race teams, and and all the the associated elements that go with that. But when you're talking with with Advent Health and other sponsors, what kinds of feedback do you get from them in terms of how they measure what's working for them and what isn't? Yeah, well, you know, all, all the partners that we have uh, activate their partnerships with us differently. But Advent Health is is certainly a, a unique one because they're in the healthcare space and they're a local company. You know, we have a hospital two miles from the racetrack that helps uh, service our guests while they're uh, while they're here on property, uh, and they also uh, service our drivers and in, in our industry and the health and the uh, care center. So, you know, theirs is unique, uh, and they've done a really nice job being able to get their uh, create. Creation Health message out to the masses, uh, but as they transition to Advent Health, their messaging is going to change, and even uh, the look and feel of their injector is going to change. So yeah. when you come back here in 2019, uh, their injector will look very different than it does today. I was going to ask you, are you going to have to dig back in the closet and get some paint out and, and change all that yourself here before we get to Speed Weeks, but it's amazing how these different sponsors you have for the injectors are doing not just signage, but real outreach to folks as they come into the Speedway. Oh, no question. And, you know, I'm, we're really proud of our partnerships with Sunoco, Toyota, Exalta, Chevrolet, and now Advent Health. And really, they, they make our stadium so special because, you know, each one activates differently and they continue to evolve and change their space. So you come in 2018 to the Daytona 500, uh, you get to experience something. And next year, they'll add a different element that you'll get to enjoy. So always, uh, always evolving, always changing. We're really proud of of those relationships and look forward to Advent Health uh, continuing to build on that relationship in 2019. Uh, before we let you go, Chip, one more note. Uh, NASCAR announced the 2019 rules package uh, last week, and one of the things uh, involved restrictor plates, and they're making a move to tapered spacers. So my understanding is uh, the Daytona 500 will be the last restrictor plate race. What do you think about that? Yeah, you know, we've been using both a restrictor plate and tapered spacers for a couple of years, and uh, kudos to NASCAR. They, they've they've finally gotten the technology to a point where we just don't need the tapered spacer. It's redundant and mm-hmm. the and the restrictor plate. So, you know, going to a tapered spacer gives the, the driver more response in the throttle, which I think is great. You always want to give the driver every opportunity to put it in their hands. And, you know, the Daytona 500 and the, and the Coke Series Sugar 400, two of the most exciting races of the year, uh, uh, fans love pack racing. We'll certainly see that as we go into 2019. And uh, I don't expect uh, anything less than fireworks when we come back down for the summer race here in Daytona. <laughs> 2019 will be here before we know it. Well, Chip, listen, uh, lots going on at Daytona. We appreciate your time and look forward to catching up with you when we head down there in January and February. Thanks, my friend. Talk to you soon. That's Chip Wild, president of Daytona International Speedway. Coming up on NASCAR Live, we've got the latest news on Silly Season 2018. And later, Chase Elliott will join us. 
At AutoZone, helping you get more done is what we do best. Like with the AutoZone Rewards Program, you'll earn a $20 reward every time you spend $20 or more five times. It's just one more way to get more done. Getting your engine in top shape starts with getting your oil and filters changed regularly. So come right now to AutoZone and take advantage of our great deals on oil change specials. Visit any of our 5,500 locations nationwide and let us do more for you. See terms at AutoZone.com slash rewards. Restrictions and details in store. Get in the Things happen fast in racing, and if you don't know where to look, you can miss it all. With Legend from Racing Electronics, you'll never miss another moment. Legend gives you live fan vision video, in-car cameras, and stats at NASCAR and other Premier Series events. And the next-generation race scanner for unfiltered driver and crew audio at any motorsports event nationwide. NASCAR fans have never been closer to the action. Welcome to the future of the fan experience. Learn more by visiting RacingElectronics.com. We've got the latest on Silly Season coming up next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. This is NASCAR Live. Now back to your host, Woody Kane. We're back on NASCAR Live, and so far this year, Silly Season has been pretty busy with announcements and rumors about changes for the 2019 season. With the latest, here's Mike Bagley. It's time for a game we like to call, What Do We Know? What Don't We Know? Of course, we're speaking in regards to Silly Season. The game of musical seats is ramping up ahead of next season in the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series. First, we know Ryan Newman will not race at Richard Childress Racing in 2019. He'll instead drive the number six car at Roush Fenway Racing. And Ryan's replacement for the 31 car at RCR? It will be Daniel Hemrick. Unbelievable to see how starting here so many years ago has led to this point. And it's, uh, it's going to be an honor to continue down this path over the next, hopefully, couple of years. We also know where another short tracker's career is headed next season. Northeast Modified standout Ryan Priest is heading over to JTG Dowdy Racing in the seat vacated by A.J. Allmendinger. You know, most people want to go to somewhere that's already established. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm, I'm not afraid of... I'm not afraid of a challenge, and uh, you know when people tell you you can't do it or it's not going to be possible or whatever, it makes you want to do it that much more. And I know we're going to be working hard, and we're going to do the best we can to, to you know, compete for wins. We also know that Casey Kane will no longer race in NASCAR. You know that it's it's time to to do something different, and you know I I, I love NASCAR. It's been to me it's been such a big part of my life, and. I've enjoyed every every bit of it. Continuing on with the theme of silly season, on the flip side, we know Furniture Row Racing is not fielding a cup car next season, which makes 2017 championship duo Martin Truex Jr. and Cole Pern available. Nobody wants to break them apart, but what we don't know is where they're headed. It's being reported that they'll turn their efforts to the 19 car currently driven by Daniel Suarez, but that's still yet to be concerned. We don't know where Kurt Busch is headed. It's expected that he will not resign with Stuart Haas Racing. No updates. I do have two contract offers that I'm looking at. It's kind of the same thing as last year where the team at Stuart Haas put me into free agency and it gives me the opportunity to, to talk to others. Plus, we're still not certain where Jamie McMurray will race next season or if he'll race at all. We mentioned uncertainty. Well, A.J. Allmendinger falls into that category. We mentioned a moment ago that Ryan Priest will replace A.J. Allmendinger at JTG Dowdy Racing. Well, we don't know where A.J. Allmendinger is headed. What is his next step going to be in 2019? No, I mean, I'm just taking some time right now just to figure it all out, figure out what I want to do. You know, it's been a, a tough couple of, year, a couple of years, 
been tough. So take my time and, and figure it out. And, uh, you know, if if there's a, a plan that God has for me to be in the in the sport next year, I'll be here. And if not, I'll figure something else out. Nor do we know where Matt Benedetto will wind up after he announced he's leaving Go Fast Racing and betting on himself to land a top NASCAR ride. In conclusion, my friends, seats still in question. The 95 car for Levine Family Racing, the number one car at Chip Ganassi Racing, the number 41 at Stewart Haas Racing, the number 19 at Joe Gibbs Racing, and the number 32 at GoFast Racing. It's tough to follow. Silly season is in full force, but you can always stay up to date with the latest on MRN.com. Coming up on NASCAR Live, we'll talk with Chase Elliott about the win over the weekend at Dover and his outlook for the remainder of this round. Later, we'll preview this weekend's race at Talladega. I'm not blooming good, I'm blooming great. Put a shrimp on the barbie and sizzle my steak. Woo, I'm on that onion and bloom, and it get in my feathers like a sonic boom. No rules, just right. So bold, so nice, and I'm so, 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 so ready. That's what it's all about. Grunt style. The American fighting spirit is in everything we make. We are 500 patriots and veterans strong, bringing clothing manufacturing back to the United States of America. Always moving forward, never retreating, never giving up. We are Grunt Style, and this we'll defend. Get yours at GruntStyle.com. The winner at the Monster Mile, Chase Elliott, joins us next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. This is NASCAR Live. For the final time into turns one and two, Chase Elliott's lead. It's two car lengths over Denny Hamlin. They're scrambling from third on back. Up front, Chase Elliott comes off the end of the back straightaway. He's about to tame the monster. Chase Elliott pulling away from Denny Hamlin off turn number four. He'll score his second win of the year, and he'll do it here today at Dover International Speedway. Now back to your host, Woody Kane. That's how it sounded Sunday on the Motor Racing Network, live from the Monster Mile, as Chase Elliott gets his win, and that moves him on to round three of the playoffs, and he joins us on the guest line now, the driver, that number nine, Napa Camaro. Chase, uh, a lot of stuff was made about how you got that win, and it seemed almost uh, uh, a carbon copy of what happened with Ryan Blaney the week before, but I guess the, the moral of the story is must be present to win. You can't take advantage of situations if you're not there and ready to seize the moment, right? Yeah, I reckon so. So we'll take it. Uh, certainly had some things go our way. thought we had a pretty fast car as well, but if uh... – you know, whatever it is, we'll take it, got a sticker, and on to the next. Yeah, you got to remember it that way because there are times when you have the good car and you don't necessarily uh, wind up with the finish you deserve, so the good comes with the bad for sure. Uh, as as we move a little bit forward now, we're looking at Talladega, and I know after the race you were saying how relieved you were not to have to worry so much about that race or Kansas, but that you can't just sit idly back because we've seen how important these playoff points are. Yeah, they're they're huge, and it's important to to keep that in mind for sure. I think as as you go along, you're not only trying to get playoff points, but trying to keep some other guys out of uh, of the playoffs, or or keep you know the guys that are close to that cut line in pressure situations. 
I think we'll uh, we'll be good. You know, just to kind of keep the hammer down and um, you know keep him keep him in a corner. I think it'd be nice because you know when when, the, when you have pressure on on you for weeks and weeks like that, it can it can certainly add up. And and I think that'll kind of show separate the men from the boys uh, in a lot of ways. So hopefully uh, hopefully we can handle it well and um, yeah try to grab a another win this weekend would be great having said that now as you move to talladega this weekend you finished third there earlier this season you've been a solid plate racer but this this race as everybody knows is one that can suddenly spin out of your control through no fault of your own when you're racing in a race like that does it wind up being one of those where your your brain is more tired than your body at the end of the day well it depends on how hard you crash um, <laughs> if you crash but yeah it's uh it's one of those things. I mean, there's no point in worrying about it too much because it's going to be what it is. I think you go in there and you try to control the things that you can control. Um, there are guys that have been winning these races consistently. I look at Brad and Joey as, to me, those two um, that do it often and do it a lot um, and aren't just lucky. I mean, you don't just do it and win those races that often and be lucky at it. I'm sorry, but you got to be you got to kind of know what you're doing. So there is art to it. I have not figured that out. I've crashed more than anything. So just uh, trying to, you know, balance the speed of our cars. I feel like we've had fast cars at those places since I've been here, but I've just crashed a lot. So um, try to make it to the end and, and put ourselves in a better position. When, when you're in a situation like that, a lot of these races, things can happen that are out of your control, but at super speedways in particular, and maybe even more so Talladega, how frustrating is it that, that you feel like, and, and a lot of guys say this, I didn't do anything wrong, I was making every move I wanted to make, and suddenly it's just completely out of my control. Is that hard to put behind you, or is that just, that's the way it is at those type of tracks? Um, I mean, that's just kind of the way it goes, to be honest with you. I mean, there's really nothing you can do about uh, other people, you know, you can kind of control your your own thing and try to pay attention to as much of, you know, what's going on around you as you can. But, I mean, you can only do so much and still be aggressive and still try to have yourself in position. So it's tough. I, I don't know. Uh, I haven't figured out the art to it, but maybe Brad or, or Joey will tell you guys some time and y'all can tell me. <laughs> I bet they'll keep those secrets uh, pretty close. Uh, listen, I saw uh, that you're going to have a, a little bit of a different look on the Napa Camaro this week. Tell the folks about that. Yeah, we do have a have a new look with some uh, you know, Napa. Obviously, they have all kinds of parts. It's a Napa Auto Parts, but um, you know, supporting their uh, their headlights uh, this weekend. So um, they, uh, you know, what. Napa batteries, Napa brakes, all that stuff throughout a year. Sometimes we'll put it on a car and, and promote it. And uh, we ne we've never done the lights before, so looking forward to that. Car looks great, and looking forward to uh, you know getting it on track. Shifting gears a little bit now. Uh, last week it was announced that NASCAR was going to go with something similar to the All Star Rules package for uh, several tracks next year, and you were one of the first guys to to respond and tweet it out that you were going to keep an open mind about it. Just at a glance, what do you think about what we're going to be looking at for next year? Well, I'm sure similar to you know what you saw at the All Star race, but you know as I've told many people now at this point, I don't really care what they do. I mean, it's, first off, I don't make the rules, so it really doesn't matter you know whether i sit here and worry about it or not 
But, you know, to me the big thing is as long as the best guys, the best drivers, and the best teams can still go and rise to the top and win, um, I have no issue with it. But when, uh, you know, you feel like that's not the case any longer, then I will I will certainly speak up and, and have a problem. But, uh, you know, the all-star race you saw, I guess uh, – Kevin won it, and he's been he's won the most races throughout the year. Him and Kyle, I guess now. So, um, I mean, how can you say that the best didn't rise to the top that day? They were, you know, on a roll, uh, have been all year, and showed it that night too. So, as long as as long as the best cars and the best drivers can rise to the top, I've I've got no problem. And I think that uh, the cream generally has a way of rising to the top for sure. Listen, uh, Chase, before we let you go, I wanted to get your reaction to the uh, announcement your friend and former teammate uh, Casey Kane made today that he was going to have to step away because he didn't get the the medical clearance he was hoping for to finish out the season. He was not going to go full-time anymore after the season, but I think everybody is is united in the fact that uh, your, your own personal situation comes first, right? Oh, I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think you think back to Dale and his situation, and I think that's why he took a lot of pride in quitting when he did because he got to go out on his own terms. And and I hate it for Casey that he's not going to have that opportunity to do that. But um, you know, Casey's become a good friend of mine. I've, I've you know had a chance to work with him for a couple of years, and um, I hate that's the case. But I know I know Casey, and he's a He's a good guy. He's still going to go race. He's still going to enjoy his time racing his sprint cars and being involved in sprint car racing. And he's very well versed and knows what's going on. So it's not like he's just going to be completely gone. Yeah. But certainly, if you have a, a health, you know, issue or something like that that's holding you back from going and giving it 110 percent, you're better off not going. I mean, I, th- I feel like he could probably go do it and and just not. He just wouldn't be him, and and if that's the case, then you, you might as well not, and and uh, you know put that stuff first as it should be. All right, well said, Chase. Listen, congratulations on the big win. Look forward to catching up with you at Talladega, and congratulations one more time. We'll uh, we'll see how things go here as we continue through round two. Okay, thanks. Coming up next, we'll look back on the events of this weekend NASCAR history, and we'll preview this weekend's 1000Bulbs.com 500 at Talladega Super Speedway. It's our AutoZone commercial free zone brought to you by AutoZone. Keep your engine light and check with the free AutoZone fix finder service that lets you troubleshoot the problem. Let's get what you need. Get in the zone. AutoZone. At AutoZone, helping you get more done is what we do best. Like with the AutoZone Rewards Program, you'll earn a $20 reward every time you spend 20 bucks or more five times. It's just one more way to get more done. Getting your engine in top shape starts with getting your oil and filters changed regularly. So come right now to AutoZone and take advantage of our great deals on oil change specials. Visit any of our 5,500 locations nationwide and let us do more for you. See terms at AutoZone.com rewards. Restrictions and details in store. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Progressive presents Get Pumped, inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Hey, get your head in the game. This ain't no exhibition match. This is for real. You've got a house to insure, and there are no excuses because Progressive's Home Quote Explorer makes it easier than ever to get the coverage you need. Here's some music to get you pumped. Feel that confidence. Did I say stop saving money? No. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. This is NASCAR Live. Now back to your host, Woody Kane. 
Welcome back to NASCAR Live. In a moment, we'll preview this weekend's race at Talladega Super Speedway. But first, let's step back in time for this week in NASCAR history. This week, we start in 1977. The Star Wars theme is number one on the radio. The legendary actor and singer Bing Crosby passed away at the age of 73, and NASCAR was at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Benny Parsons dominated that day in the Napa National 500. A near flawless performance by Benny Parsons today. He ran out of gas earlier, but now it's all going his way. The red, white, and blue First National City Travelers Checks, Kings Row Fireplace Shop, Chevrolet heads for the checkered flag. 79,000 race fans come to their feet to cheer Benny Parsons as he waves to the crowd. Checkered flag for Benny Parsons. He has won the Napa National 500 here this afternoon. Move forward now to 2006. Justin Timberlake has the number one song with Sexy Back. On NBC television, the hit comedy series 30 Rock made its debut, and NASCAR was at Talladega Super Speedway. Brian Vickers made a daring move to win the UAW Ford 500. Front four break up just a tad. Dale Earnhardt Jr. all by himself out front. Here's Shimmy Johnson. Final time down the back straightaway. Johnson dies to the bottom. They make contact. Johnson around. Earnhardt around. Sliding and slamming down on the inside lane. Brian Vickers leads the pack to three. A big shakeup here on the last lap in the running of the UAW Ford 500. What an exciting turn of events today. Junior was leading. The crash occurred on the back straightaway. And Brian Vickers is going to score his first career NASCAR Nextel Cup Series win. And we end this week in 2012. Jason Aldean has the number one country song with Take a Little Ride. In college football news, Penn State defensive coordinator Jerry Sandusky was sentenced to life in prison. And NASCAR was again at Talladega Super Speedway, where Tony Stewart took a wild ride on the final lap, and Matt Kenseth went on to win the Good Sam Roadside Assistance 500. I want to take a little ride with you. Four wide and leaning on each other up the back straightaway for the final time here at Talladega. Tony Stewart is there in the lead. Matt Kenseth behind him in second. Kevin Harvick in third. Four wide through the rest of the field in three. Here comes Mark Martin working out. Kevin Harvick is fun. He crashes. Kevin Harvick is upside down. Matt Kenseth gets away with the race lead. Everybody piled up, but Matt Kenseth, Jeff Gordon, and Kyle Busch. Here they come now back to the line. The multi-car pile up down in turn number four. Tony Stewart, who was leading, involved in the crash as they come down to the line. And it will be Matt Kenseth surviving to win the good Sam Five. Happy birthdays go this week to Dale Earnhardt Jr., Bubba Wallace, and NASCAR Hall of Famers Ned Jarrett and Bill Elliott. And those are just some of the events of this week in NASCAR history. Before we wrap up this week's show, though, let's get a preview of this weekend's 1000Bulbs.com 500 with Susie Armstrong. Thank you, Woody. The Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series teams wind up to speed for the second race in the postseason round of 12 this week as they head south to Alabama for the 1,000 Bulbs 500 at Talladega Super Speedway. Three-time Dega winner Joey Logano hopes to keep his championship effort alive and survive with a little help in the draft from some fellow Fords. Uh, a lot of strength in numbers. We have a lot of fast cars out there on the racetrack. Um, you know, I think we're able to, to work with each other uh, as much as possible, and I think that, that keeps us, uh, in some points, it kind of keeps us safe um, on the racetrack, and other times, I think we, we show that we have a lot of speed as well. So um, for the 22 team, I know we either 
We either win or finish top three or we crash. Seeking his first win on the 2.66-mile triable, Ryan Blaney drives to stay above the cutoff line and advance to the round of eight. Everything's up in the air there. Things can go wrong for you, and it's not your fault, but I think our cars have been really fast to, for us to be able to try to control most of the race. I feel like sometimes we've all been able to get three or four of our cars with the 21 car up there uh, and kind of control everything. So that's what you want. You want to be able to run your race and lead lanes and kind of make the lanes do what you want. And if you show up there with a fast enough car, more than likely that you're going to have a lot of help. Knocked out of the playoffs after a crash in Charlotte, two-time Talladega winner Jimmy Johnson will attack the high banks in an effort to score his first 2018 victory and keep his 16-year win streak alive. The ultimate concern for points is, is much less. I still have fifth position in the points technically that I can uh, move up to, and every position is meaningful to me and the team and sponsors. So, you know, we'll, we'll be, be smart, but this gives us a chance to really be aggressive and look for wins. And uh, we'll see if we can take advantage of it at Talladega. Um, with stage points, I think it's been some of the most action-packed plate racing we've, we've had in a long, long time. So I don't know if my aggression will, will be able to guarantee a win by any means because everybody out there is really aggressive. The green flies over the 1,000 Bulbs 500 at Talladega Super Speedway this Sunday afternoon, just after 2 p.m. Eastern. Live coverage on the Motor Racing Network begins at 1. For this week's NASCAR Live Race Preview, I'm Susie Armstrong. All right. Thanks, Susie. This has been the AutoZone Commercial Free Zone brought to you by AutoZone. Keep your engine service light and check with the free AutoZone Fix Finder service that lets you troubleshoot the problem. Let's get you what you need. Get in the zone. AutoZone. We want to thank our guests on NASCAR Live today, Johnny Sauter, Chase Elliott, and the Daytona International Speedway president, Chip Wild. We also want to thank the rest of the MRN crew helping get you all the information you need to get set for this weekend's races. And until next week, stay safe, everybody. NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina and Daytona Beach, Florida, and was brought to you by Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Today's broadcast was produced by Rich Colbert. Remember to visit MRN.com to get all of the latest NASCAR news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the expressed written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc.